Welcome back to Triple Isles Sports Talk. I'm Josh, that's Bryce, and that's Roy. We only had two NFL games this week. We're going to kick it right off. The Sunday afternoon game, the three-seed Chiefs go to the one-seed Baltimore in the AFC for the AFC Championship. Chiefs win 17-10. Roy, I'm going to let you rock it off. What are your takeaways? What did you think about this game? Well, I thought uh, um, the Ravens shot themselves in the foot more than anything. Um, I the Kansas City did a great job of getting out there early on him, and that's what you got to do against Baltimore. Make make Lamar Jackson have to make some plays because he did not make enough plays, and he didn't. And but his teammates, he didn't he didn't help himself. His teammates didn't help himself with the three turnovers they had. Um, but that Ravens defense, you know, they 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 did a great job. I felt through most of the game just early on that, that they let uh Kansas City move down the field, but it was just. Demar Jackson just cannot make the plays they needs to. Um, he th- he just made some bad decisions down in down in the red zone, and then the fumble there at the one by Flowers. I mean that's just I mean that's a momentum killer on that, and that and things happen. But uh, just give it up to Kansas City. They make they're making the plays to do it. Um, so give give them the props. To, they're making to another Super Bowl. Bryce, you also, Roy, as Roy did, Roy picked the Ravens to win this in his prediction, and as did you. So tell me what you thought coming out of this one. To me, the Ravens lost this game because nobody on their offense showed up. You know, we've seen the Ravens be good when they're running the ball a lot, and then Lamar can drop back to pass. But they only ran the ball like six times the whole game. And they I think they ran it like 31 times the week before, and that's why their offense was so good the week before. But to come out and only put up 10 points with the offense that they have, that's just pathetic. I mean, they didn't have anybody who looked like they were being a playmaker besides Flowers. So I can't even fault him for fumbling and the taunting call because he was the only offense the entire night. Mark Andrews was back, didn't see him. Blake Likely stepped up, didn't see him. Isaiah. Or, yeah, sorry. Isaiah Likely stepped had stepped up the past few weeks, didn't see him this game. OBJ had one play that should have been a maybe a pass interference, didn't see him besides that. Uh, Gus Edwards didn't see him. I mean, there was nobody on the offense but Lamar and Zay Flowers is what it looked like to me. And on the Chiefs' side, Travis Kelsey showed up big time. I mean, we've been talking all year about how he looks slow, and I was talking to a Chiefs fan about it. I think the Chiefs are just bored playing in the regular season, so – their star players, Kelsey, he shows up during the play, like the playoffs. I mean, the guy couldn't be stopped. To be fair, he was taunting the whole game. So, <laughs> probably, and the Chiefs, you know, got to have him in the Super Bowl. Taylor Swift generated $331 million for the Chiefs organization already this year. So, you know, the NFL has got to have her in the Super Bowl. As a market, but, uh, the Ravens got, had to throw the ball more because the Chiefs got out to a bigger. I mean, got. I mean, it was seven nothing, and they had to throw the ball. And then it went to. I mean, it was, you know, it was seventeen to seven at halftime. So they made they made them not have to run the ball. But yes, agree. The Ravens needed to run the ball more. Yeah, yeah I, I wrote a lot of notes here. I'm kind of going to be all over the place. I'm going to start with the Chiefs early. I thought their defense played unbelievable. You said that none of the Ravens' offense showed up. I almost take that into account. That that shows how good Kansas defense played this game. I thought their game plan was excellent. They stuffed the run run lanes early, and, man, those receivers just couldn't make plays outside of Flowers. Um, another one for the uh, Chiefs side is they got three takeaways in the second half. That's what won the game, in my opinion. Um, the fumble from Flowers, and then the pick interception, and then what? The pick in the end zone. And then the pick in the end zone. Yeah. I'm forgetting one, but, yeah, they had, I know they had three. Um, and like you said, Kelsey looked like he was ready to go, and – you always say that with these big-time players, you know. They have slow stretches. You know, the Chiefs have been here for 
five out of the last six years. They know what they're doing. Kelsey knows how to, you know, when he's feeling good, when he's not feeling good. And you don't have to give 100% of the time all the time when you have Patrick Mahomes back there. Now onto the Ravens side, Bryce nailed it. Eight runs from your running backs in the entire game outside of Lamar Jackson. That's just unacceptable because the biggest lead it was was 10 points, like you said, Roy, 17 to 7. You're not out of the game to run the ball. Like you I agree. Still, you can still run the ball, but it, I'm not saying that it would have worked because their yards per carry were so low. But to me, eight runs is not enough when your identity is to run the football. Um, no receivers outside of flyers. I mentioned that a little earlier. And then on the Ravens side, I know this was the same on the Chiefs, three turnovers in one half. It's going to be hard to win a football game. I don't care if you're winning or losing. Um, I think Baltimore, this was their best chance. I mean, as you look at the whole roster, this was a good roster, up and down. I think they they really lost it themselves more than Chiefs won it. Outside the Chiefs' defense, just felt like, like you said, Roy, they shot themselves in the foot with the turnovers, just misplays. I just thought they could have done better. And my biggest takeaway from watching the Chiefs win the last two games and this one especially, is how good a coaching staff they have just up and down. I mean, Andy Reid is really the offensive guy. Um, and Steve Spagnuolo, who's been a head coach before, is Matt the Maggie. guy. I'm not talking about <laughs> these guys. But just an overall game plan. Mine. Overall game plan against the Bills and the Ravens. I mean, those are two offenses that are high-flying the last 10 weeks. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely pour them down. I, I mean – the Chiefs kind of look like shit all year. I mean, they look like they're rolling right now. And I always, we've all pretty much agreed that we thought the Niners were one of the best teams pretty much all year long. But man, right now watching the Chiefs, it's just hard to not pick them because they just keep finding ways, and that's what good teams do. Um, you guys got anything else to add off that? No, no, no I don't think so. That, then that'll roll us into the NFC side for the NFC Championship game. The three seed Lions went into the one seeded 49ers. And if 49ers make come back and win the game 34-31, Bryce, I'm going to let you rock off this one. What do you think? You know, we, we've seen it two weeks in a row, the 49ers being a losing position and come out in the second half. They're the best second half team in the league. I mean, Shanahan goes into that locker room and just figures it out somehow. And he comes back out there and just starts throwing haymakers. I don't know what it is about their first half. It's like they don't come out awake or something. And – uh they come out in that second half, and they're firing on all cylinders. They're playmakers. They're making plays. I mean, you had the tip pass from Brock Pur- Purdy that was overthrown, and then I just came down with it. That's crazy. Uh, Debo was showing up. CMC's showing up. Kittle's flattening Aiden Hutchinson. I mean, that guy's a bum from Michigan. He yeah. didn't even show up the whole game. So Whatever. He, he had a you know, several block passes, and he came put a lot of pressure on Brock Purdy. They gave up. What it was a twenty-four to seven lead at halftime, and the best defensive player in the league, according to Roy, uh, had him come back and win from that deficit, and just getting pancaked by some tight end. I don't a tight end. I don't even know. Basically, a no-name one. Uh, so the Lions, on the other hand, I mean, the coaching's got to be better. I love Dan Campbell's style. Props to him for the whole year. He, he fell apart in this game. I don't. I don't care what you say. Uh, if you are up 24 to 7 at halftime and you get beat that's on the coaching man I, that's horrible they you know the lions what they're good at is running the ball it's like once 49ers came out and scored and made it a like a two possession game all of a sudden 
they're like, we got to start throwing the ball again. We can't keep running our game, running the clock down, run the ball up the middle. They stopped doing it as much, and then they allowed them to come back, and they left enough time for the 49ers to win. So Dan Campbell's got to be better than that. I, and there were some big fourth downs he went for it on. I didn't think he probably should have. But, you know, it's a style. Props to him for sticking to the style. But the goofball is not going to win you a game in close ones like that. You're making him throw the ball a lot. How about you, Roy? What would you get from here? I don't think it was I don't think it was coaching. I think what the, the the first half was the Lions running the ball and their defense just make making Brock Purdy uncomfortable uncomfortable back there, making bad throws. He just didn't have he didn't have his footing. He didn't have anything. And it's because of people like Aiden Hutchinson and them getting pressure on him, batting the balls down. He just couldn't do it. The second half wasn't anything different. It was the difference was Brock Purdy made some great runs is what got him. That's what got him into the score position. If you got him there in that first drive. They, if he makes that long run, he does a great job of finding, uh, making a short pass. And um, Debo Samuels made some a great catch and moving the ball. That's all it was. And then you, you turn, then you have the fumble that came around to a quick turn. I mean, that's just what turned the ball game. Dan Campbell, the only mistake he made that game was he, you got to kick it that late. You cannot chase points. You got to kick it when uh, when you couldn't get to the first down and to try to tie that ball game. That was that was the bad mistake. I know he goes on fourth down a lot, but you got to in a championship game like that. The with that offense that the, that uh, the 49ers can do with so many playmakers, you've got to take the points when you can get them. And that was his big mistake. They're de- I don't. I I thought the defense was great. I told you it would come down to linebackers. That's exactly what I said last week. And I thought. 49ers defense linebackers came to play in the second half, and and uh, um, the Detroit Lions did not because they could not keep couldn't find Purdy, and they couldn't tackle the the uh, line or the receivers or guard the receivers they were guarding, and that's what got them in trouble. And uh, but I thought the 49ers had a great game plan. They just, I mean, they just kept pushing it and pushing it with uh, trying to push it down the field. And the that lucky catch that Ayuk made, I mean, that's just a game changer there. Still, for the, the Lions got him down to third, you know, third and goal, and ma- made him make a make a play in the end zone. So, I mean, it, it was just some lucky plays against it, Detroit. But then Detroit yeah. did not help him by not going for the points on the field goals. Yeah, I agree a lot with what you said, Roy. Um, I'll start with the Lions. Uh, I mean, what a start! I mean, I don't know if you could have scripted a better start. I mean, you go in the first half. What was it 24 to 7 or 24 yep. to 3, whatever it 24 was? 7. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what a start. I thought their defense early just kept bending but not breaking. And at the end of the day, that's all you can ask for. That 49ers offense is good. You're not going to get three and outs the entire game. And I was really impressed with their pass game early. Um, their play action passes, I mean, their receivers were winning. And to beat the Niners defense is impressive. Um, Josh Reynolds had two key drops in that game. Yeah. The third down and a fourth down. I think it was fourth and then third in that yeah. order. I mean, just kills. I mean, you talk about going for it on fourth down and not getting points. He should catch both those. You don't even have these conversations. You win the game. Um, yeah. It's poor execution, and that's not on coaching. But you know, that you live. That's what you live and die for. You know, you make the decision, go for it. You don't execute, you're going to get blamed. That's how it works. I thought the 49ers caught some breaks, like you said, Roy. I mean, the turn of events of the Ayuk touchdown that should have been a pick, hundred percent. Doesn't happen. Okay, they score. You get the ball back. You run. I don't know whose fault it was. Golfer Gibbs. Bad handoff. It gets stripped because he doesn't have the ball. I had two plays back-to-back, basically, that completely flip a 14-point lead. And it happens. I get it. It sucks. Football happens in weird ways. I thought they bounced back from that. I mean, you playing in San Francisco, and you have two crazy plays like that, I mean, that place was rocking. 
And for them to stick in it and, you know, go down to the final stretch um, was impressive to me. But I just thought at the end of the day, into the second half, once, this, you know, you start seeing those adjustments being made from both teams, I didn't think that the Lions could get the stop. I, you know, early, a couple three and outs, Lions were scoring. But then once their fourth downs conversions didn't happen for the, for the Lions offense, the Lions defense really didn't hold up. And you can't hold up the whole game against the Niners offense. That's how it works. Um, I had to the Lions on a season. What would you say, Roy? Plus the Lions were on the defensively on the field a lot in the second yeah, half. I agree. I completely out. agree. Um, I, like I said, if, if Josh Reynolds catches those two balls on third and fourth down, it's a completely different script, and we're talking about the Lions in the Super Bowl. It didn't happen, and they did get away from the run game there in the second half a little bit more than I'd like. But once you get you know punched in the face with those two crazy plays back-to-back, I mean, you get a little rattled, so you want to try to get back your lead. I understand, but – and the Niners offense was rolling, so maybe you try to run the ball and cut that clock down a little bit. But I don't hate going for it from Dan Campbell's perspective. They did it all year. That's why they were in this position. And like I said, you get it, you're a hero. So I didn't hate it, especially since they couldn't get stops down the stretch. I'd much rather that offense on the field going for it than kick a field goal and pray that you get a stop at that point because – um, they couldn't get a stop late. So hats off the lines. I mean, play a hell of a game, probably deserved a win. Just didn't happen. But, yeah, they'll be back in 2050 or something like that. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be back this way next year. They're going to be yeah, a right. good team. They're going to be good. I mean, I, and the only thing about – I don't mind them not going for the fourth down – or going for fourth down early in the game, but when it was late there and you're down three, you've got to kick that field goal. Yeah. yeah. That was the problem. That was, that was the big problem I had. You had to get the points there. Yeah. And this is not really related to the game, but I am going to talk about it a little because I was very shocked. <laughs> Sorry, a little sick. Throat hurts a little. Oh, my God. Um, what? Are you sitting next to me? What? It's just my throat. Just don't, don't kiss. Condition. You guys will be fine. Um, breaking news was earlier. Lions young stud offense coordinator is staying. I can't remember yep. his name. I'm, my mind's blank. Is staying after turning down head coaching jobs. Please tell ben, me. Johnson. Ben, Johnson. Johnson. ben Johnson. Ben Johnson, that's it. Ben Johnson is staying in Detroit for another year. Wants to run it back. Commanders were very high on him, and so are the Seattle Seahawks for head coaching positions. And he informed them today that he's staying in Detroit. And I was going to talk about a little bit the Lions, how I said the Ravens, this was their year. I, I really thought the Lions needed it this year because I figured he was gone. With him coming back, I think their window opens up a little bit. You know, it's a he's a really good play caller. I know Dan Campbell's a good coach, motivational, but he's probably not the best X's and O's guys in the world. Wasn't um, he like a tight end or something? He was a tight end. Yeah. But yeah. Ben Johnson really—that's why that offense took that next step. So good for the Lions. I mean, you gotta you gotta be happy for them a little bit. Yes. <clears throat> um, I don't think I have anything else about the games. One more thing about the games is Lamar Jackson had one of the. Most unbelievable plays I've ever seen in my entire life. Where the he, touchdown? No, where oh. he threw the ball to himself and oh. got 13 receiving yards or something yeah. like that. That was crazy. Yeah. And then the other thing that I forgot to mention about the Chiefs game is that it's so rigged now that you can bet on if Travis Kelsey is going to propose to Taylor Swift at halftime for this game. So Won't happen. Yeah. But. Well, put your odds down. It's a bet. No. Um, we are not going to go into the Super Bowl matchup 
in depth in this episode since next week we have no games and the Super Bowl will be getting ready to start for the following week. So we are not going to talk too much. I am going to go over it a little bit. Um, Roy, is there anything that you're, you know, a week and a half out, a week and a half out that you're looking at that maybe you're intrigued to look up more, you know, a stat, um, a matchup, something like that? No, um, well, yeah, I mean, this is the net won't be much so much this week. I don't, I just kind of pay attention if anybody got hurt or anything like that. But, uh, be next week's when I'll look to see, like, do the who have the parlays on how I'm gonna because I Super Bowl is a great time to spend money, obviously. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So uh, um, I will spend a lot of time next week looking at, you know, the matchups, you know, wh- who, will, who will be the one to shine, you know, how many catches, who's going to get touchdown, things like that. Um, and how, you know, Pacheco, I think he's been running the ball really well. And I think you can run against this defense a little bit. Yeah. So uh, against four years. So they'll be looking to see how many yards he could probably get. So, yeah, there'll be a few things I'll be looking at next week. Not so much this week, because this week yeah. they just kind of do walkthroughs yeah. and they don't really do. They're just kind of get healthy. And then next week's all the crap they got to do. Speaking of betting at the Super Bowl, Reba McIntyre is singing the national anthem this year. My favorite thing to bet on is the over-under for time on the national anthem. Do you guys think Reba McIntyre is going to hit the over or the under? Well, what's the minutes? Normally it's a round two. I think it was flat two last year with Chris Stapleton, and he did like 158. I would go over, but I, I would I, go over with her. I always say over, but Chris Stapleton's average was like 213, and he went 158. Sometimes yeah. they get nervous, speed it up, but with a veteran like Reba McIntyre, I'm saying the over. She'll try well, to do the high note, notes and try to get the, yeah. you know, the longer version of well, it. In history, what is your favorite Super Bowl bet to make? Uh, my favorite Super Bowl bet. Oh, man. Um, I, heck, usually I, you know, I, I, I try to just, the only one I ever really like to do is in end of each quarter, you know, and the total, the total scores. I do do those mm-hmm. a lot because okay. those are the, I mean, there's the payouts are pretty heavy. So I usually go with whatever I, can pay out more. Yeah. My favorite one to bet is the Gatorade color because you're just, yes, the whole that one's fun. But too. my lock every year, and I've hit it three straight years and they've slowly started to catch on because your payouts getting less and less. My lock every year is the opening kickoff to be a touchback. Because mm. I watched Pat McAfee on the Pat McAfee Show years talk about when he kicked off, he said he couldn't feel any of his legs or feet kicking off because you have so many cameras flashing that opening kickoff that he had so much adrenaline. He kicked it about eight yards farther than any kickoff of his entire career. So I always – That's a good point. Always. Now, mm. nowadays, people are starting to kick more touchbacks, so it's not as cool, but always a lock. I'll always put like 50 bucks on it. I haven't so. done that one. Last year, I did hit – Will there be an octopus? Because Jalen Hurts had an octopus in the Super Bowl. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, I do remember that. Bryce texted me. I just hit the octopus bet, and I said, I didn't see an octopus on the field. If you don't know what an octopus is, it's somebody that scores a touchdown and then also scores a two-point conversion right afterwards. And Jalen Hurts got the touchdown and then ran in the two-point conversion. So I was screaming, the octopus, the octopus. All right. Um, Bryce, was there anything in this matchup, you know, a week and a half out that you're thinking about looking at? The only thing that I think is going to be key for the Chiefs to slow down the 49ers is that D-line. Uh, you know, the 49ers have the, one of the best run games in the league with Christian McCaffrey. And I think that they'll be able to go outside a little bit better, but I don't know if they're going to be able to run up the middle at all with people like Chris Jones in the middle there. I think that's going to be a big yeah. key matchup. 
My, the thing that I'm most curious to look up and research a little bit, Roy, we talked about it a lot in the season, why the Chiefs weren't looking so good was that offensive line. They have had really no issues in the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, you know, you'll have one or two. It just happens in a game. But they, they've looked very good. And I'm really curious to see the matchup with the Niners D-line against the Chiefs O-line. Um, going into this, you know, I would have definitely thought the Niners. But, I mean, you keep seeing these plays of Chase Young taking plays off. The 49ers are talking about – They talk about benching yeah, him. Not, yeah, not playing him in well, the Super they're Bowl. They're Ohio State players, and they don't know how to play yeah. football. But then his counterpart from Ohio State is one of the best players in the league. So He takes plays off too. Yeah. But so that that's really – I want to look up a little bit more. I want to see if these people have faced each other because the more someone sees a pass rusher, the more he knows what he's going to try to do in certain spots. So I'm curious to look up if they've matched up before because um, I know Taylor for the Chiefs has been in Jacksonville. So I don't know how often they would have played. But I'll, I'm going to look it up and we'll have that more. We're going to do a good in-depth one next week for the Super Bowl. So we'll yep. break down all our matchups and stuff. Um, we don't have any baseball news. A couple small signings. Cubs signed Hector Neris, good reliever. Yep. Not going to talk about it a whole lot, but good signing, I thought, for them. Um, Bellinger oh, sounds like he might be working his way back. Yeah. Uh, Yankees still don't do nothing. So, yep. moving don't on. Don't do nothing. I mean, they got one, so no. Don't care. Well, they still need pitching, and they got to do. They got to make a trade. They got too much, too many infielders. They got to figure something. Yeah, Stroman. They're gonna, they're gonna wait till the deadline at this point, Roy. I heard that. Uh, I don't remember his name. I'd have to see it. One of their young kids. They're uh, they're gonna let take his chance this year. So we'll see. But so that's gonna take us into our oh NFL still on there miscellaneous category, and we got a good one for you. We did this in the Christmas episode where we picked our favorite Christmas movies. Football season's coming to an end, and we're going to pick our favorite football movies. Uh, we're going to go off order of the, what do you call it, picks that we did in the NFL season. And I'm not going to show them on the screen, but this week, based off your our predictions, I went 2-0, Roy went 1-1, and and Bryce went 1-1. and And I did win the NFL pickums this year. So I'm going to take the crown. Me and Bryce have already determined what the punishment is and when that is going to partake. Have we agreed? Next episode. Next episode, Roy, for the podcast. Yeah. You will have to drink something. And finish it during the podcast. Now it's going to be like a beer or something, so you're not going to be hammered. You know, That's fine. He might be a little bit because he's going to get I'm drinking a gold for a loco. He's a gold for a loco. He might be walking out here hitting the door. But I gave him an idea for you, Roy. But I, I haven't know decided what I'm getting you, Roy. I'm not I recommended Natty Ice. Yeah. I'm not worried. But based all. off those um, picks, I won. So I'm going to be going first. Yep. Roy, he did come in second. So Roy is going to be going second. Bryce finishing third because he doesn't know ball. But I'll get back to back. So. And he's going to go back to back. Now, the first one, I didn't know which route I wanted to take. I didn't know if I wanted to pick my favorite or just probably the overall best. I'm going to go with the one that is overall the best. However, it's not my personal favorite. It's still very good. And I'm going to go with Rudy. Mm, man. You can have Rudy. Notre Dame crap. I didn't think you were I went. I, this one's not my favorite, but I love it. And so I want it's one of my tops. Uh I picked the water boy. 
Damn, that was going to be my first pick. <laughs> mm. So this makes it a little tougher for me. So I'm going to take my two favorite now because I was going to take Waterboy for the value of it. I'm going to take Longest Yard as my first pick. Which one? The yeah. newest one with Adam Sandler. Okay. And then I'm going to take my all-time favorite, Little Giants. Jeez. I don't even know if you've seen that. I haven't seen it, but I, I know what it is. You can have that one. Yeah. It's my favorite. I had to get it. All right. So then I'm going to take – so I got four of them that I really like. Um, I am going to take – uh, any given Sunday. That is one of probably my yeah. second favorite uh, football movie. Okay. So I got back to back. Yep. I know one I'm taking. One of my favorites, and I'm not even saying it's that good of a movie. I just love some of the scenes in it. I'm going draft day as one of them. Oh, Callahan's bust ass. Um, and then. There's one I'm having saved because I don't think either of you guys have watched it, so I know that's going to be my last pick. I can tell you what I'm picking because I'm not going to get the other one because I don't want the other one probably. I'm going to go the blind side. Damn. Because you can have that one side. Who's the actress in it? What's her name? Sandra Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Oh, man, she looks good that whole movie. Can't cannot keep my eyes off the screen when it's on. So far, you guys have not picked anything that I really that I enjoy. My next pick is the program. Love, never, that never is my one. That. As you have to look it up, it is a good movie. Yeah. So you can. Oh, that's my favorite. I really didn't think you guys were gonna take my picks like that. So I have one. What two more picks? Right. You have back to back. You have two back to back here. Um. Let's see. I'm going to take, for one, I'm going to take, uh, I don't want to take these two. They were my, just kind of my extra ones. So let's just take one Air Bud. I cannot believe someone actually took that. I saw that when I looked up, you know, movies. Is that in even a true football it? movie? Come on. I mean, it is. I mean, he yeah. just lost a draft for taking it. But I, well, to be fair, I lost all of the ones that I thought I was going to get. I didn't think you guys would take. So now I'm going to take this one just for the value. Remember the Titans. You can that was that. the one I debated between the blind side. I, knew I, what, I didn't think it The blind did. side is what I wanted. Yeah. So. That is the only one so far that you guys have said that I that I was I, – I thought about it. I just not my yeah. favorite, so. I don't think I've ever actually watched it all the way through. Yeah. It, it's good. It's good. I don't know. Um. So it comes down to me on my last one. I got three of them. That see, I told you I had six total, and so far that was the only one that you picked that I that uh, that I have not gotten. So I got to choose between the other three. Man, oh, because we're only doing four, right? So correct. This is yeah. it. I will take. Gosh dang it! I will take uh, Varsity Blues. Mm. Eh, I don't love that, that one. Oh. I don't love that one. Josh, your last one is? My last one, which you guys might not have ever heard of, but I love watching this movie. It's called When the Game Stands Tall. It's about a high school football team that wins like 170 straight games, and their conference is so pissed off because they keep winning. So they start playing bigger. It's a good movie if you ever have time to watch it. 
You know what I should have taken instead of Air Bud? What's the one with the blind football player? What's that one? I have no clue. Mm, I should have taken that one. I figured you would take radio because you kind of act like him. So, (laughs) So, no, I had some other. That's so messed up. I like (laughs) I like Invincible. I I uh, good one. And then you guys probably have never heard of this one. Necessary Roughness. I love that movie. It's an older '80s movie. It's hilarious. So those are my only other ones that I had that on my 23 list. Blast. That's the name of it. That's what I said. All the ones, my list that I had of all the choices I thought would stay there. Blindside, Longest Yard, Waterboy, Rudy, Remember the Titans, Draft Day, and When the Game Stands Fall. So I got four. Well, you, the only three you guys took, I would have taken the Waterboy, would have taken the Longest Yard, and I thought about taking Remember the Titans, but. The only other extra one I had on there was the game plan. I don't know if you guys have seen that. Oh, the rock, rock yeah, that little rock, girl. Yeah. that's not yeah. horrible, but I don't even like that one. I would have got like yeah. grid. You got the gridiron gang. I mean, that was good yeah. with the rock. That's a better one. Friday Night Lights was almost one of my choices. What's that one with the fat guy that plays lineman and he carries the guy into the fifty-yard line? Yeah, I don't know, but I know the scene you're talking. About. Yeah, I like that one too. I forgot that movie, and he. I... He like red shirts for two years. You got to lose all this yeah. weight, and he yeah. becomes good or whatever. But. All right, I just, so that's can't, I just can't stand draft day. That that movie just drives. really. I cannot I stand it. that movie. I, I think it's like so it. funny because I used, I used to like Rudy until uh, I somebody told me or I read it that uh, none of that shit ever happened. Yeah, <laughs> and, uh, that the and team was, like, like and then in real life he's an asshole. So um, yeah. Because um, I was at the Notre Dame Michigan football game in Notre Dame when he was signing books, and they there wasn't much of a line in when he was signing the book they wrote. So yeah, yeah, they say he's an asshole. My favorite part of draft day is when he uh, doesn't take the quarterback one, and then he starts calling after he trade all his three first round picks. He goes, "Oh, my three picks back, and another one just because." And then he hangs up the phone or he puts the phone on hold and starts calling. He goes, "What else do we want?" That's, that's just me on Madden, so I love that. That movie's yeah. so funny. And it has the Capital One lady in it, and that's all I can think of when I see yeah. it. Wow. Jennifer Gardner? I don't know. Just Capital One lady. It's all uh, I know and it, but it's bad when, you know, Bill Pullian said that shit's terror. That even none of that stuff happens. Well, no, yeah, I know that's not realistic. I just think it's funny because it's yeah, so Jennifer out there. Uh, so that's going to take us into Josh's lock, Bryce's game, and Roy's old man wisdom. Um, I'm going to go with my lock of the week. I'm one for one. Got the first one with the Chiefs over the Bills. Missed last week. Niners won. They just didn't cover. I had minus seven. They only won by, what, three or four. I don't remember which one exactly. Um, so close. Almost had it, but we're one for one. My lock's going to be in the NBA tonight. Oh, I bet on every NBA I, game. I have, I, it's a parlay. It's a two-game parlay. Okay. And I don't like the bet spreads a whole lot in the NBA a lot of points, you know, they start messing around with layups late. I don't like it, but I like these lines enough to bet them. So the first one, I am going to take the Chicago Bulls minus six against the Raptors. They're horrible now. Um, Bulls, too good of a team not to win by six points. And I'm also going to take the Jazz minus four, excuse me, the Knicks minus 4.5 over the Jazz. Knicks, ever since they traded for OG Anobi, have been playing real good basketball. So – Julius no Randle—that's what worries me. He is hurt, but other players have played, and the Jazz also aren't playing very good, and they really only have one good player. So, I'm going to lock those two in for my locks today. I bet it, 
So I'm going to know if it hit or not. So I'll let I you guys know next week. Too, so. All right, so that moves us over to Bryson's game of the week. Uh, this one, like always, you're going to have three strikes to try and name all the answers. Uh, so this week, sticking with Super Bowl, we're going to go through the teams that have not won a Super Bowl in the NFL. And bonus points if you guys can get the teams that have been there but not won. Okay, Roy, I'm going to start it off first for us. Okay, Buffalo, been there, never won it. Yep. yep. Lions never won. Never won it. Never won. Yep, that's two. Um, Carolina Panthers have never won it. Correct. Correct. I'm pretty confident saying the Jaguars have been there. Well, I don't know if they've been there, but I appreciate Jaguars under Steve Brunel. I don't think they've been there. Yeah, I'm gonna say Jaguars never won it. Correct. Now those were the first ones I knew. You said all the ones we've said I knew. Now I have to think. Um, I don't think. The Cleveland Browns have won one. The Cleveland Browns have not won a Super Bowl. Yeah. That's five. I think they've won a championship, not a Super Bowl. So, I mean, yes. Lions won a championship, but it was in, because yeah. they've not won a Super Bowl. Yeah, the Bears uh, have like six championships. Yeah. I should say the Cowboys, they've never won a Super Bowl ever, I'm pretty sure. I mean, ever. Most the Cowboys? Never. I mean, they've, they've been in the NFC Championship game in the longest drought in history. Yeah, but they, won, they went back-to-back in the 90s. Jeez. I don't even count that shit. It's yeah, so long ago, it shouldn't even count. It's old. doesn't matter. <laughs> um, um, who else? Ravens have. Uh, Vikings have, right? Dolphins have. Patriots have. Jets have. Giants have. have? Yeah, they probably Steelers have. Bengals Oh, that's this guy Bengals has been to Super Bowl, but have they? You know, like, I feel like I've not. Seen I'll come Bengals. back to that one. I I know yeah. they've been to two or three, but I don't know if they've. I don't think they've ever won one. Uh, how many teams are we missing? So there is four, five, oh, six, yeah. seven, oh, eight, yeah. nine, ten, eleven, twelve. You guys have five. Uh, oh, so the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, Atlanta, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Oh, yeah, you're right. Falcons been never won. You're right. Yeah. That was another one. Yeah. Um, so now you have six left. So my question uh, so um, the Tennessee Titans have been, but they never won. That is also correct. Okay. You're at seven. Seven left to do? No, you've done seven. There's 12. The total. Or the, oh. Has the Redskins won a Super Bowl? Yeah, they won. Wet the Redskins really? won. They've won, they won two or three. Um, Arizona Cardinals. The Arizona Cardinals have never won. The Arizona Cardinals have not ever won a Super Bowl. I don't know if I they know. went they've been versus there. the Steelers. Yeah, I'd say I've been, I'm better at telling you if they've been there or not. Um, the San Diego tough. Chargers have never won a Super Bowl. The Los Angeles Chargers have never won a Super Bowl. But yes, because yeah, the Rams have, the Raiders have, Raiders have. The 49ers have. Seattle has. Um, the Texans. Oh, yeah. Texans. That is correct. Been, yeah. That was an easy one. Let's so see. We, two, got, we got two teams. I think you just have one team. Yeah, I believe it's just one team. Let's see, two, four, six. Should we rock eight, that Bengals answer? Ten, How many four. strikes do we have? I'm going to go with the Oh, no, it is two teams. We have two teams, Roy. Yeah. You have no strikes. You have two teams. 
You want to rock Bengals? Yeah, the Bengals have, ne- have been there, but never won. Bengals have never won a Super Bowl. So we hit it. Oh, there's one more. I was already counting the Bengals. I thought you guys had yeah, answered right. that already. Now I have. Now I think I have one, but I don't. I can't because I, I don't recall them ever winning one. But they were good. Minnesota Vikings. The Minnesota Vikings are the last team that's never won a Super Bowl. I said that. I Damn. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Roy show. Yeah, right? Roy dominated that one. Well, I am older, and I've been seeing yeah. lots of people. I'm saying one the first Super Bowl that I can really remember is like the Patriots and the Giants Super Bowl. So I remember the Bears one being on. I don't yeah, remember it though. So. I mean, the Super Bowl's Super Bowl's only been going since the '60s, so you know, yeah, the first one ever, yeah. you know, was the Packers. The first two Packers won, so okay. that's why Bears have the most championships total. Yeah. All right, yeah, Roy. Let's hear the whole list. Let's, let's change yeah. the Bears have one Super Bowl. Yeah, eighty-five. Kind of like what's he say? One goddamn hits, one goddamn Super Bowl. Jeez. Aren't you like a Lions fan now? I'm not. I'll be. Yeah, sure. <laughs> they don't have a Super Bowl. I don't even give a shit about the NFL. As long as all I care is about watching. I would, I, whoever JJ McCarthy goes to, if this guy used to be a Bears, die-hard Colts fan, I just want everybody to know that. Yeah, yeah, they were. Right, I was a fan. All right, so Give it's my turn, right? Wisdom. All right, so mine is with age comes wisdom, better judgment, experiences, but it also comes with saggy balls. So just stay young, my friend. Yeah, unfortunately, it's true. I like that old wisdom, Roy. That's some good shit. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna kind of talk about if you made it this far. Thank you. Talk about our schedule a little bit. So next week will be an in-depth Super Bowl preview. After that, we will try to come up with another game, kind of how we did the football draft. Um, But outside of that, unless some big breaking news in baseball happens, there really is not going to be a lot to talk about. However, after next week, the following week, we will go over the Super Bowl in-depth a little bit. And then we will start doing our breakdowns of teams – season slash future. So we will be doing three NFL teams each week. So the first week, and they're going to go in the order in which they finish in the season. So I know the Bears have the number one pick, but that's the Panthers standing. So it's going to go Panthers, Commanders, Patriots, one, two, three. And then three teams each week, and we will do it all the way up, three teams until the week before the draft. So the first week we'll have Panthers, Washington, um, New England, like I said, futures, how their season went, free agents, money, all breakdowns. And then the following week, which will be February 13th, two weeks after the Super Bowl, we will do the same thing, three teams, and also start doing a baseball division preview for next season. So we're not really going to care about too much of the past, maybe signings of the offseason and what we think their outlook is for the season. And we will do each division so there's six divisions, so that'll take us six weeks. So next week will still be a smaller episode, just the Super Bowl preview, really. And then we're really going to get into uh, some deep dives. So we got to be fun. Like basketball coming up too. So yeah, so we're going to get jam packed here after the Super Bowl, probably. So yeah. plus the Battle Hawks, I might mention them. A yep, little bit. Yep. XFL, USFL, XFL standings and stuff will come out, but it should be fun. But Hit the like button, subscribe. I don't have anything else. You guys got anything? Nope. Nope. Glad. All right. Thanks for watching. Hit the like button. Peace.
Peace.